Welcome to the Midlife CEO Podcast, where business coach and strategist Jeannie Spiro teaches you how to take your coaching business to six figures and beyond at Midlife. Join Jeannie and her guests as they reveal their best kept secrets to creating a thriving six or seven figure lifestyle based business. And now, Jeannie Spiro. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Midlife CEO Podcast. I am so excited. I'm always excited, but I'm excited again today because I have really special guests coming to join me on this episode. So if you have been really a little overwhelmed in your business, uh, either on the servicing your client side or marketing side or all of what one of my clients calls the particles in your business, In this episode, we're going to be talking a little bit more about how this can get a little bit easier for you. My guests today are the owners of Virtually Focused Media. I have Melissa Bergio and Kelly Murphy with me today, and we have quite a little bit of a journey in the story behind how we know each other, but I'm so thrilled to have both of you. We're going to dive into that in a moment, so please say hi and and welcome to our show today. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. us, Jeannie. You are That's so, so welcome. And you also have a little bit of something to do with what's going on behind the scenes with this podcast, which we're making it sure it's staying on the rails today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're going to talk a little bit more about how you help me with this uh, podcast too, and which is one of the things that uh, that you do in your business. So, so let's talk about what is your business about? So tell us who you are, what you do, um, what your focus is. Yes. So we are a full service virtual support agency and we help our clients um, take the tasks off the plate so that they can focus on doing what they love. And we do everything from like social media management to email marketing campaigns and virtual event support. It's a lot of fun for us. It really is great. And and you came to this from a place of, um, well, you're both in two different positions and you had two different businesses. And let's talk about how you came to the point of blending the business and getting to where you are now. So who wants to, who wants to handle that lob that I, is it a lob? Is it a, is it a tough one? Can you? No, that's that a good one. That's a good oh, one. No, it's a really good one. I'll take, um, I'll take half of it. Okay, Kelly. So I was, uh, this is Kelly, and I was um, limping along in my own business doing social media marketing and management um, for a few years. Sort of felt like something was missing, but couldn't figure out what it was. Um, But I was at it for probably three years. And, And then enter Melissa, who was doing some admin work for a um, small engine repair company among some other different companies. And we were, I remember what we were doing. We were in the kitchen and because we were roommates and um, she said, you know, I love doing this work, but you should probably add some of this work into what you do. And I feel like, you know, that might be what's missing. And I said, Oh yeah, you, I, you could be a referral partner for me. I could refer people to you. Why Why should I bring it on when I could just refer people to you? And if people need social media, then you can refer them to me. And then Melissa had a good idea, which was? Why don't we just do it together? 
<laughs> we should just pull our businesses together. And, you know, it was like a, like a mind blown moment. Like, sir, we should just be doing this together. And this is the funny part about it because I was coaching both of you individually at the time. And the other part of it was you are roommates and your friends who've mm-hmm. been friends for 20 ish, almost, right. yeah, almost 20 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, your skill set from your past work life, but it's so funny because the answer wasn't even close to being in front of you before. Correct. Yeah. And the even funnier thing is that Jeannie, you were coaching me for a completely different business, not even admin work. I was in the energy healing space, a business that I was struggling with that I couldn't even wrap my head around when I started doing admin work. And I don't know why, but admin just kind of felt better to me. And here we are today, you know, as a power duo, you know. (laughs) Less than a year later or about a year later. just over a year, like a year and 12 days. A year and 12 days. February 1st, we launched. We came up with the idea. I think it was like January 26th. I was going back like Facebook, you know, Mm -hmm. is a saint and also a devil because it gives you your memories. And yeah, we created the page at the end of January and launched it February 1st and before the world shut down. And here we are. And you both had some moments of as I like to call the digging through the couch cushions, looking for coins moments before you came to that brilliant point of, Hey, maybe we should blend our brilliance together and make this a business. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we both left very good jobs in corporate America. We were both, that's where we met. We worked for a telecommunications company and we were both there for just about 20 years. Great paying jobs, great benefits, but just knew we didn't belong there. And so they gave us an out and um, we took it. And then, yeah, uh, quarters, pennies, nickels, dimes, whatever you could find in the couch. It was a, There was a few lean moments there. And um, it, this was like the Hail Mary, the Doug Flutie Hail Mary. <laughs> For right? sure. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> It really did. And I think what I love about it was um, when it happened and and you both had come to that point of saying, you know, we really can blend this together and we can enjoy working together and and bringing our skill set together in a way that supports other people. It was like, oh, like I like to say, it's like you put the train on the tracks and sometimes when it's in the when it's on and it's in the groove, it's like it can move, but you can still put the trains on like not in the groove and it still can move forward and that's a lot harder and it's like you had the trains on opposite sides of the tracks and once you put them in the tracks it was like look at us go yeah Yeah. that's how this works yeah well so your business has completely taken off we have been very blessed for sure yeah Yeah. Yeah. i mean you went from the the couch moment to having some really incredible growth over this year, financial growth. Um, It's what has it done on a personal level to you? Like, can we talk about that? Because, you know, it, that was one extreme to another of, wow, this is fast. And this happened. A lot of people during the pandemic lost their businesses and you were not one of them. You were like, so 
Can we talk about like what you felt and what was going on during that time for you? Go ahead, Mel. It's been like really validating in the sense that um, we, that shift for us both was really um, helped us realize that we're better together. You know, um, we don't have to go things alone um, in our business because we're often called the dynamic duo, which is really awesome. And, you know, as a team, we're able to bounce things off each other. And um, what's not my strength may be Kelly's and what's not Kelly's strength may be mine. And I think that's really amazing for our clients because, you know, it enables us to serve them in a much better way. And, you know, we talk about this all the time, like with the pandemic, you know, like you said, a lot of businesses haven't been able to to maintain, but we were able to grow and almost scale our business. We are so very fortunate. Um, I think a lot of it can be attributed to work from home and a lot more of solopreneurs able to, you know, um, help other businesses grow themselves. So. Yeah, I, I think so. And I, and I think that some people, especially as they brought their business online this year, they've been finding that they weren't really as equipped as they thought to be able to grow their business online. And, and some people really wanted to and needed to, and who would be able to support them. And when we first in our coaching, when we were first really sort of exploring, you could do anything and you could go in any direction. And in many cases that you were taking on projects and you were doing things for clients as they requested them. So it was like, you know, this blending of, of the skill set that you had and then it was being willing to say yes to a lot of different things, which was wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. But what did that reveal to you too in, in that act of doing it? And, and where has it brought you to now? I think we found that do, doing those smaller projects just felt too choppy. Um, we really enjoy rolling up our sleeves with our clients and really getting to know their business and have more of a long-term relationship with them versus someone coming in needing something quick. We still do those every once in a while when we have room, but it doesn't serve either party, our long-term clients or the project people, because we're just sort of fitting them in almost like that jar that you pour rocks in and then you put sand in and then you put water in, you try to fit everything in there. And, um, it just wasn't serving everyone. So we did find that letting go of some of that project work was the best for our business. Um, and it, I think it made us focus more on exactly what we want to do, which has been great. And you got really, really, really good, really fast at, yeah. at different types of things because you could move from one to the next, which was amazing. It's not like you weren't already. You were just also I, I was observing, you were just noticing what you wanted to keep doing, what you wanted to let go, who you wanted to work with more and how to keep blending your services together. And I have to say, you know, being on this side and coaching, I'm, I've been so happy because you're so excited to make these changes for your growth. And you're so coachable. Like whenever I say, let's try this or move this direction, you're so willing to try it and you do it and you see the results. And even though sometimes it might be hard to go through it, you're working through it so well, so quickly. 
I just, I want to applaud you because it's, it's beautiful watching you work together through the process of growing your business the way you want to now. So. Thank you. Well, it's so, so good to get that support. I think, yes. you know, Agreed. We probably we couldn't have done it without your support. So yeah. right back at you. Thank Absolutely you. true. And it's amazing <laughs> to have an incredibly skilled and gifted coach such as yourself, you know, like, I think a lot of times we get jammed up in our own heads and in without your support, we could be lost. Well, thank you. And I think we all need it sometimes because we can't yeah. always coach ourselves through things. So um, I appreciate that. Well, I'm going to just back up in time for a moment because <laughs> you both decided to leave your careers and it was the same time. I remember when we first met, I was speaking. I think I had gone to several speaking engagements I think I'd met maybe, maybe I met you first, Melissa, and then I met you, Kelly, or did I, I can't remember exactly if I met you both at the same exact time, but yes, you met us both on the same day, but okay. then I came to your event alone because Kelly was sick. That's right. But also yeah. Kelly, I think you'd come to another speaking engagement and I'd gone to another speaking engagement. And so there was like a little bit of like, oh, I'm seeing you a couple of yes. times and we know some yeah. of the same people. <laughs> yes, and we do. Yeah. then yes, Kelly, you couldn't come to the event. Melissa, mm -hmm. you had, but that was right around the time you were leaving your job. It was the day, like two days after I retired, <laughs> retired. Yeah. And that's so why I got sick because <laughs> the corporate stress, I literally was sick for 11 weeks when I got sick then. And it I was remember. literally the coming down of leaving the corporate job and yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah. I, oh yeah. It was like a detox in a sense yeah. too. I yeah, remember yeah. that was a rough process for you. And what was interesting about that was uh, like, Melissa, you weren't like your business wasn't quite at the point where it needed the coaching that I was ready to, but you came to my event and then you told Kelly who didn't come to the event, to work in my mastermind that year. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kelly, I had sort of met you at that point. You enrolled. Melissa, you didn't. And I told you what I thought you should do for your business at that point, but it wasn't coaching with me at Correct. that moment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, who does that? Not but yet. like, right? I was like, no, I think you need to do some of this work at first, which was supportive to your growth at that level. Absolutely. But then you did come and work with me the next year when Kelly came back and worked again. Mm -hmm. And it, it's been quite a journey. But also, I've gotten to witness what you've been going through in this evolution of leaving your job, sort of passing that, that chapter of your life and saying, well, that's done, to evolving into entrepreneurs. And yeah, talk about that for everyone who's because this is something listeners are either going through or went through. What do you both have to share about that experience? Well, if I may go first, I think you've seen me transform from, you know, somebody who lacked a lot of confidence in terms of, you know, being an entrepreneur to being a confident and I dare I say a successful entrepreneur. You know, I, I didn't feel like I had it in me at, you know, when we first met to do this at all. And um, over the last three, almost three and a half years, I, I have transformed tremendously. And um, with, uh, with the support of you in the community, like it's amazing. Um, 
I don't know, I think leaving corporate America, I always knew that I was meant for more than that. Um, and I'm grateful for that. Is this my second act, my third act? I don't know. But um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to, to have been brave enough to take the leap to leave that job because it was very comfortable. And I, you know, I had made good money, I had benefits. And um, it's funny, I always say that, you know, I left a secure job with benefits and money to, for something that wasn't so secure. And I have never felt better. I know. And you know, I did the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it was scary and you were leaving a different identity behind, mm -hmm. right? You were becoming somebody else while leaving someone behind in a sense, like you were incorporating pieces of you, but you were leaving that experience behind. Yeah. So you needed some time to get through that. Yeah. And like Kelly said, there, it's, there is a detox period. There's a grieving period, um, but it's well worth it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kelly, you would you regret. say you physically went through more of that um, because of like, you know, getting sick? Was that sort of like the physical experience of that transformation for you? It had to have been like it was it was right after. And yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I get sick often, but that was like. And then, you know, 11 weeks, I went back and counted it because it was like November and, and then into like end of January. And it literally was just 20 years of corporate chains, if you will. Like I, I knew, like Melissa, I knew I was never meant for corporate ever, never meant for it. And um, didn't know how I was going to get out, you know, but knew that it needed to happen. And it just was the perfect timing. You know, um, we worked for a company that would give you, a, you know, a buyout or a severance package at certain times. You know, it was never guaranteed and only a certain amount of people got to go. And the first time I tried, I got the big denial. And the second time I, as soon as they announced it, signed my paperwork, didn't look back. And no regrets. Like everyone says, are you, what are you doing? Like, you, you know, you're leaving that secure job, like Melissa said. And it was like, no, there's something else out there. You know, sometimes they say, how are you, how are you managing? Right. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like an underground world that we're in. Right. <laughs> and so I remember this for myself when I first was, um, I went to a conference and the very first time I went and I was still working and I remember I was really starting to explore entrepreneurship and I remember there were hundreds of people in the room and I was like, this is like an underground community, like all these entrepreneurs in one place, what are they all doing? Like, it felt like it was two dimensions, you know, like the corporate world, it was like visible and it was a certain culture. And then there was this other community of entrepreneurs who were like, we're talking about becoming ourselves and what's possible and, you know, carving out our own days and times. I was like, what? People do that? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you mean I can make my own money? <laughs> um, even though I was similar to you, I was like, I don't think I'm meant to be an entrepreneur. I don't think I'm meant to be a business, um, not a business owner, an employee yeah. mm -hmm. after a certain period of time. I just, it was so ingrained in me, like, cult, you know, the culture of working for a company and the messaging and I was conditioned, I think, in many ways. Um, yeah. 
And sometimes it's still hard not to fall back into that, especially, you know, in, in times of COVID, you know, when you're, do you have to work a traditional nine to five or can you work like eight to 10 and then two to four and six right. to eight? Like, it's okay. It's right. okay to do those things, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just our brain is sometimes that 20 years or 20 plus years plays tricks on you. It does. Yeah. Like, oh, can I do this? Is this possible? Am I equipped? Um, what do I bring with me? And, you know, Melissa, you did something similar to me because you sort of pivoted completely away from mm-hmm. what you had done in business and, you know, in the corporate world. And you pivoted very far into a passion and something that you were really trained in and loving and wanting to grow that. But I think you were leaving a piece of what you were what you were good at and yeah, for sure. very capable of mm-hmm. doing and probably, and you liked to a degree, right? Like exactly. Yeah. But you, I did the same thing. I was like, Oh, I'm all that. Goodbye. I'm going to go over here and I'm only going to be a health coach. Like that's it. Nope. Yeah. No more business. <laughs> nothing. Mm-mm, don't even talk to me about business. Right. And then I was like, Oh, wait a second. <laughs> that piece I gained from those 20 years. I think I should bring it. I'm going to pluck it and bring it back in. Yep. Yeah. And the really great thing is that, you know, you know, all that holistic energy healing work Mm -hmm. serves me well in this, Mm -hmm. in this position that I hold now, because it allows me to tap into my clients, you know, and say, well, where are they at? Like, how can I help them better? Because I can kind of feel, feel them out, you know? Oh, you know, and you also understand so great today. Like she needs my support, you know, Mm -hmm. it's really pretty awesome. And I think that you understand businesses, especially mm-hmm. for those individuals that might have more of a, um, like a spiritually minded business or yeah. something like that. You understand those entrepreneurs because of that work. And because you also, I would imagine you didn't let any of that go. You still do that work, mm-hmm. especially on yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Yeah. And, and I'm, I think Kelly doesn't mind this, but I think that I, um, draw those sorts of businesses to us, mm-hmm. you know, and I am always like, yes, this is amazing. You know, <laughs> like we have, you know, sort of these woo woo businesses, you know, yeah. that we work with, but they are so my people. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone needs support. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, yeah. and Kelly, how about you? So some, so what did you feel like you were like, I'm ready to leave behind from my corporate and what have you found yourself bringing back in I think the I hate to say that not the structure but that tether like the tether we worked you know we did a lot of we were in and out of we were in customer service the entire time we were at this company but some of it was easier than others towards Mm -hmm. the end we were both thrown into high stress, customer facing, tethered to the phone. So all of that, I left, I left that like, oh, it's 801. Why aren't you at your desk? And I left behind the commute and I left behind all that stress of, you know, the person looking over your shoulder and never look back. I will never, yeah, no, I'm happy that's gone. But what, what I think I took, and I think we both took was that, insane customer service training that we got 
20 years ago in this company. It's not the same now as it, as it was, but when I was hired, I was in training for a year before they even put a phone in my hand. So we were trained top to bottom on how to treat people, you know, and, and how to talk to, to customers and clients. So we've brought, I've brought that into the business and, you know, that's, I think we both have that strength. So you absolutely do. And I can attest to that because I get to work with you and, and, and you support me in my business. And I know you're always caring for everything you wanted. You service is very important to you. The relationship is very important to you. And so I can attest to that. And, and I can see that I can see that the more you step into, well, we want to make sure that we're working with more and more people that we truly are connected to and support mm -hmm. their businesses. You believe in your clients, and so you want them to be equally as successful. So I, I'm sure part of it comes from who you both are as individuals, but also the long experience and the gifts that you got from how you were trained and what you did for such a long time. Right. Um, your natural gifts, though, too. So. Um, well, let's talk, let's talk about this. Let's talk more about your business, because I think that this is really, um, this is a, a really important thing for business owners to know that sometimes we have this feeling like we're supposed to do everything ourselves and we can figure out things for ourselves. And so there's some business owners that are like struggling with trying to hire someone. And then there's other business owners that are saying, I know I can't do this on my own. And I need to start building my team and having people take on more tasks. And there's a lot of decisions that go into finding the right people, right? Um, so what, what do you think, th think is important as a business owner, especially someone who's not new anymore? We're going to move past the person who's new because many of them are sort of weaving through these first few years or months or whatever. The person who's past that is saying, I'm really serious about my business and I really need to hire people to support me. You know, what should they be thinking about in hiring a team or people to come on and support them? The first thing I usually tell them, and then Melissa, you can definitely jump in, obviously, is like, we do have some people that come to us and say, I know I need your help, but I don't know what to give you. And we'll usually tell them, put it like, put a piece of paper next to you. And then as you're doing things during the day, jot them down and then look at them and say, how long did that take me? Do I really need to be doing that? You know, there's so many things that you don't as a business owner, CEO of your business need to be doing. Like you don't need to, I don't know, send invoices. You don't need to, you know, be your, your client's support all the time. Obviously you need to communicate with your clients and customers but for the same old things, you don't need to do that. You don't need to set up your newsletter every month. You don't need to necessarily do your scheduling for your social media. You know, there's so much that you don't need to do. And that's what we do. Yeah, you do. And there's a lot that you do. And we'll, we'll talk more about that too. And I think that the thing that's hard is the business owner is it's especially in cases where it's the solopreneur, right? It's, it's very personal, it's their business. And so it's developing that like no one trust with somebody else to say, do this for me. I know I shouldn't. 
um, how do you help them get through that transition of we're just, we're, you know, we start working together. How do you, what do you both do to make it the transition from them doing the things or bringing in someone new? How do you make it easier for them? Well, I think it's about building that, the connection so that they feel that they do trust you because certainly, you know, that no like, and trust factor, if they don't, if you don't have it with somebody, they're not going to feel confident to leave you with the most important thing in their business, you know, because for a lot of people, including ourselves, it's their baby, you know, and they want to feel that, you know, you're going to love it as much as they do. And, and that's what we want to impart to our clients is that, you know, we're with you in your business and uh, we want you to succeed as much as you want to succeed. So um, that's how we, you know, build that rapport with our clients so that they know that we're in it with them, not just you know, there to take the tasks off their plates. Like we want to see them succeed. So um, we have various different methods of communication so that they can, you know, if they have something that's concerning them, we can walk through it with them, you know, just so that they feel confident to, to know that it's in good hands. Well, and, and you both specialize in different things. And so mm-hmm. you figured out as business owners, so I want to talk about this from business and how you're running your agency, but also the other angle of how people can understand more about what you're doing. You've both landed in some respects in, in different zones in your specialization, which is very helpful. Um, Melissa, you're very much on, uh, like you really understand the customer service experience as well and mm-hmm. the client management side. Can you talk a little bit more about like what you love doing in your day when you're working with clients? I can. So in relation to, you know, people, our clients um, giving us work. Sometimes, like Kelly said, it's really hard for them to determine what they what it is they feel co- comfortable giving to us. So, I, what really lights me up is you know having these strategy conversations with our clients. You know to kind of help them determine what it is they want to give us. So, like I'll, I love having conversations, like one hour strategy calls, and kind of like pulling it out of them. What what can I take from you? Like what is really important to you to get done this week? And then kind of talking it out so that, you know, they're not just sitting there like twiddling their thumbs. What can I give them? What can I give them? So I kind of just like have that conversation every week. And I, that's like my favorite thing because we're working together. That's how I work. You know, I I need to talk things out. So that's what I offer to my, to our clients is like, I'll talk it out with you. If you don't know what you need done, talk to me and I'll get it. I'll help you get it done. And then you develop a rhythm, like you can then figure out, well, what's most important and what should be focused on. And then once that trust is developed with you, like it's not even so much like we we're hiring you and we don't, we don't believe you can't do it. It's also part partially like what you said. It's like, this is my baby and I'm afraid to give something up and I, but I have to. And so (laughs) once that happens and you start to see a rhythm go, I bet they start they feel a lot of relief, right? Absolutely. And they want to give you more. <laughs> yes. Especially when they feel like we're connected to their mm-hmm. business. And like, we know a lot about their business, yeah. that, that we're invested in it. Like, it's, that's really important. Yeah. And, and you are, and I can see that. Um, how about you, Kelly? So, you know, Kelly and I, we work a little bit more together, especially mm-hmm. right now because of uh, your support. So Kelly supports me with the podcast mm-hmm. and, um, marketing around the podcast and also for the management of clients and 
uh, or, or in, I shouldn't say clients for the podcast guests. And so you, you love, like, like I knew when we were talking about this, that you love doing this, you're doing this for other clients as well, because you also have a passion for music and you ran a show, I believe at one point too, right? Yeah. 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 So, and I think that's where the podcast passion part of it, podcast passion part of it came about was, and I know you're going to find this very surprising, but Melissa was on my radio show as well because I, <laughs> I'm an introvert. And as you can tell by Melissa, she's an extrovert. And so I knew I was running a music magazine, online magazine, and I knew I wanted to bring a radio element into it, but I knew I couldn't do a radio show by myself. So who better to turn to than your best friend and say, you're coming on and you can just like, just be there for support. And then it turned into, you know, whatever, but so it was so fun doing that for a couple of years. And now with podcasts, I mean, they've, They've, they've been huge since they, you know, inception, but now they're again, I think with the pandemic, they're really exploding. And Mm -hmm. so helping clients with their management from, you know, helping to book guests to um, once the podcast is recorded, just the distribution of it, you know, we will help um, put it up on the platform that you choose to use. We'll help with your audiograms, with your social media, you know, stay in contact with the guests. Um, I love that part of it. And then on the other side, social media management, um, helping schedule that in general, whether you have a podcast or not. And then, you know, like you said, the, the client care type of stuff. I think that's where we both sort of mesh in together. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Melissa does all those you know, she's really good with strategy calls and, you know, I, I love to do them as well, but she really, she's, it's the energy healer in her that she can, you know, the extrovert. I'm calling her an extrovert today. Tell me what you need. Right. It's the nurturing. Well, and you also, Melissa, you have the conversations like the discovery calls with new clients um, a little bit more so. Or Kelly, we, you've been coming we back. both do it together. It's almost yeah. like, um, I don't know, a tag team, if you will, because mm-hmm. we both enjoy having it. And I think it's good that energy we have together, mm-hmm. you know, again, that better together thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, you both bring a really great sense of humor to business <laughs> yeah. anyway, but <laughs> there's something about Kelly. She just throws in a zinger once in a while and you're like, oh, I didn't see that one coming, but I'm going to laugh my ass off at that one. It's a good one. Oh, okay. You know, cause she's, she's the more introverted one, but she's going to come up with those. Yeah. It's those quiet ones you have to worry about. <laughs> it <you>. is. Watch <laughs> out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and this is, but a perfect example and probably one of the reasons why it's also like you're better together in a sense, like you can say I'm stronger in this area or we're both strong when we're together, when we're doing this, but this is my area of expertise and this is what I really love doing with clients. And so you're still evolving into more and more of it, but I love the direction you're going and even managing the Monica, as you know, Monica Rogers, she refers to the particles in a business. And mm-hmm. I started to really think about that too. We have so many particles to manage and yeah, to have right. people who you know and feel comfortable with and say, like for me, like 
even this whole thing with the podcast, it has been so overwhelming to think about the pieces and the particles. And we're finally coming to a point where I'm like, okay, just, I don't I only just want to record it. <laughs> yes. I can't wait to interview people. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, whoo, you know, um, but it's, but it's the decisions. It's the energy that goes into it before, you know, it's like, what's the vision for it. You help pull it all out to bring it to, um, to into production and delivery. And yet allowing me to go back to, I love being on the radio and talking to people, you know, right. not radio. Exactly. So. Oh my God. But that is the fun part. Like yeah. the, being on, on the radio or on the podcast, like yeah, that, that's the best part for us. Right. Jeannie for Kelly, she loves putting, she loves being on the radio, mm -hmm. but she also loves the piecing of piecing it all together too. Absolutely. And, mm -hmm. and so this is what I see is so valuable about being able to be in relationship and longer term relationship with your clients is it's not just a project you're working on. You're really getting to know a business, which you both are doing. You're mm -hmm. really getting to know me, my business and how I work. And, you know, I think that the nice thing that I know we've encouraged you to do is have longer term commitments with your clients. So it's not like we're just going to work for you for a month with each other and see how it goes. Um, how has that changed things business-wise for you by making some of those decisions to really commit to working with people for a longer term? I think, um, well, first off, I, I think we can all agree that it probably takes a good 90 days to really stretch out and figure things out. It does take time. And, and I know as humans, we want things, we, we want the people we work with to understand immediately and like get it, but it does take a little time. And once you allow that, things really start to work out. So we have in conversation, the three of us hammered out some long-term, longer-term contracts, not to trap people into a long-term contract, but to show each other that, yeah, we're, we, we're dedicated to our business. And we want to, like Melissa said, see you succeed. Um, you know, we're not going to arrest you if anything happens. You know what I mean? And, and <laughs> there's always a, you know, there's always a conversation to have and things always come up, you know, things are going to come up, something might happen, you know, and, but the long-term agreements, I think make everybody happy because then they know, all right, we're in this together for, you know, six months to a year. Let's see what we can do in that amount of time and then sign another contract right away. And then it helps us know what, what to expect in our business and how we can plan new clients or any new projects coming up because we know what things are going to look like month to month. Yeah. And, and I think when we first talked about it, it was like, well, this is a no brainer, you know, because I was already a client and I said, you know, I, of course I would commit to working with you for six months because we're just beginning this process. We're just sort of figuring it out. And, and I, and I think when, as business owners, it, there's a lot, and you know, it from both sides, there's a lot that goes into making every decision for our business. Mm -hmm. And, and when we make a decision, we should sort of move from that and move on to the next. And if we have to keep thinking about something again and again, it's energy, right? It's like, Oh boy, I'm back here. It's, it's sort of exhausting. Um, but when you make the decision of here's who I'm going to work with, this is what we're going to start working towards doing. It's going to be a process. 
you know that it's going to be a process. It's going to get easier and easier and better and better. And then you develop that like, know, and trust. It's great for all parties involved. Mm. Um, and I'm seeing that happen for, for both of you on your side too. So absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to go into some rapid fire things. Um, oh boy. As far as, <laughs> as far as individuals though. So before we do that though, so individuals who are thinking about hiring or working with, um, either a virtual assistant, you also work as, you know, your strategists and your project managers in a sense, you know, you're combined in all of this. Um, why should they reach out to you specifically? Why do you think that you would be a really good fit for, and, and who do you think you're a really good fit for? I'm gonna let you take that, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we are a really good fit for anybody who is looking for somebody that wants to help a small business or a sm solo entrepreneur grow and scale their business, um, looking for somebody that um, is supportive, um, wants to help strategize and be like immersed in your business, not just working on your business. We want to help be in your business. So that's the sort of client we're looking for. Um, also, we're, like you said, we're we have a good sense of humor and we're, we're kind of fun to work with. We think. Yes, I, mean, I can say you are. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you know, if, if, if you're looking for a, a, a team that is like us in that way, yeah. You oh, would yeah. be our type of client. Yeah. Does and that I'll, make sense? I feel I'm like I'm going to add that yeah. add to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I think that it's, it's, it, it's a relationship we're building. Right. Exactly. And so yeah. I enjoy that. The, the, the other thing that I really enjoy and respect about what you've done is um, we worked really hard over the last period of time to set up your business so that it is um, a little bit more freedom based for you. And so I, I have boundaries in my business. I love that you do too. And, you know, as far as your time and when you're working and your communication around how you work and what you do, I really appreciate that. And I think that um, we all can learn a lot from establishing those. So in working with you, we, we know your availability. We also know that you take time to take care of yourselves and th that we need <laughs> mm -hmm. because we don't need you burning out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I appreciate that about working with you is just knowing that you um, really prioritize what's important to both of you too, so that you can prioritize taking care of the people who are working with you. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, but that ultimately we're just, we, we want to work with people like-minded, you know, who are, are going to take care of themselves and um, want to work with somebody that works with them, not just for them, you know, that's exactly. ideally who we want to work with. Yeah, that's wonderful. How about you, Kelly? Did you want to add anything to that? No, I think, you know, we we love what we do and we are both, you know, we both love working with entrepreneurs like that. It's just because it's exciting to see their growth. And I'll just throw in that, that one story, Melissa, that we like to share is that we had had a client that we worked with who has now gone on to bigger and better things because she's grown so much. Mm. But after about four months of working with her, she 
told us that she made in one month what she had made the entire previous year. And that was, she said it was really due to the fact that she was able to let go of a lot of stuff that was bogging her down in her day and she was able to serve her clients. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we've all been to that point where it's like, I know I need someone, but I can't afford it. But it's, it's like, if you give yourself that space to grow your business, it's going to mm-hmm. come back tenfold right. or twelvefold. And I was just going to say, this comes back to how you work in strategy with your clients too. Mm-hmm. So as opposed to working simply on a project or, you know, being the recipient of things all the time, you're in partnership with clients who are trying to get, have things be easier so that they can focus on making money, serving their clients, having their life. So no wonder that that, that story happened. And and more clients I know are working towards the same thing. So it's a gift that you get to be a part of. Um, yeah. So we love absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, and sometimes you have to ask yourself the question, can you afford not to? Right. Yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So here's the rapid fires. So um, question for you, because, you know, we are talking and as midlife in the sense of, you know, and I think midlife actually has a long, it's a range, right? You know, I mean, obviously it starts at 25 because that's where we all are. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. You know, give or take. Um, (laughs) So it's totally fine. Um, But what I'm curious about is like, who do you look up to? Like as far as other people who are at midlife, it could, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, in our field, out of our field, alive, deceased, um, is there like someone that you look at and say, you know, they're at this age or they're achieving these kinds of things. And you look at that and say, wow, that's admirable. Or I appreciate that. Is there an, anyone that you can think of? Go ahead, Mel. <laughs> well, if I had to think of a person that I know um, that was not you, Jeannie, I would say <laughs> right. my, my dear friend, Nicole Lewis Kieber. And because of the work that she's doing and all the things that she's been through in the last few years, um, I recently went through her do no harm program. And, um, and that has to do with like not doing any harm to you or your, to you or others in your business. And um, it was life-changing to me. Um, So that's who I would say. Amazing. She's amazing. Um, A wonderful individual. So bright, so talented. And yes, thank you. And she brought me to you. She did. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. We do have our connection. Yeah. I'm going to pull I'm going to pull Rachel Funk Johnson. Ooh. Ooh. She um we met her through a networking group and um she left she was working for the company, left the company to follow her dreams. Mm. And um what was it? 2 years ago, she launched a small like yoga studio and she's along the same as she's she has a so, sociology or, or social work social worker uh she does that type of work and she intertwined that in with yoga and now all sorts of things that she's doing massage mm-hmm. all of this she's and she an adjunct professor and an adjunct professor this just keeps going she's going to be surprised i i, I threw her yeah. out here she um but she's she amazing. you know she followed her dreams and now her business is so successful. Um, 
And she did nothing but cheer us on the entire way. As soon as she heard we were leaving corporate, I mean, she would send boxer messages every step of the way, multiple times a day. How are you guys doing? You know, what, what is that? The name of our boxer group is like kick-ass uh, Entrepreneur. entrepreneurs. So <laughs> it's just a little, you know, a little group box and um, good. Yeah. She's been great. I, yeah. Besides, yeah, you know, the, the usual, you know, your mother or your, your siblings right. or whatever that you look up to. Yeah. We're very fortunate to have a, surrounded ourselves with some really amazing women. I know. I always feel like that too. And and I have to say, it's always nice to have what you were just saying, Kelly, have someone support you in mm. something that's brand new and also to look up to and say, well, they did it. They were in a similar situation or they worked with us and look what they've done or what's, what's, this is what's possible for us. Right. Um, so clearly that she set that example for you too. Mm -hmm. So it's amazing. I have nothing but love for Rachel Funk Johnson. Awesome. I don't know yeah. her. I'm going to have to get oh, to know her. Okay. Must. I'm yeah, going to. Sure. All right. All right. We're going to connect then. Um, what would you say is ahead of you? So, you know, you made a big move, you know, after many years in a corporate position. What do you think is ahead for your business and your life? As Ross Geller would say, friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pivot. <laughs> we had, yeah, we had 2021 is going to be a big year. I think, I think we, we see growth and some pivot in our future yeah. on the horizon, probably in the next six months. Um, I think big things are coming. More to be no. revealed. I don't know. I agree. Growth. growth for sure. I just have to say, you know, not <laughs> many people, unless they are in the midlife would be like friends, Ross Geller, <laughs> right. unless they're like, I mean, we watched it in real time, right? Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> None of these reruns. I, I mean, just as a sidebar, I would, I would wait to go to the bar until Friends was over. What when time I, were they I on? was eight o'clock. Or was you it could nine? Not go out at that remember. hour now. I would not. Um, no. Oh, I know. Oh. What, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I was 21 yet. Not that oh I would God, have done not that. Not that you would go to a bar. No. No. No, 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 no. I certainly didn't cross over from New Jersey to New York to go dancing and go no. to bars when I was under. No. Well, it was, no. I was able to at 19, but you know. No. You no. would never have done I that. Never. No. No. Uh, Anyway, anyway, back to back to what's ahead. Anything that you want to add to that one, Melissa? No, but I just I I'm so excited for what's to come okay. in the the next six months for our our clients um, and ourselves. Awesome, I love it. Expansion. Um. So tell me two more questions. So, what are you doing for any kind of like movement? Because we do sit a lot being that we work for ourselves, um, how are you incorporating it and, and what are you doing or, or excited to start doing? Besides shoveling, because we've gotten a lot of snow here recently, yeah. in Massachusetts and our snowblower broke. Um, we like to walk. There's a lot of walking that happens. We've slacked off a little, I will say yeah. the colder the weather, cold, but um, cold. Yeah. yeah, any like riding a bike, walking, and then you learned about something new yesterday, right? Can we yes, I'm going to try out the class. Yeah, yes. Jamie was talking yes. about. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. some weights for Christmas. Those are have been coming in handy. Yeah, good. Yeah, 
Awesome. I know. I mean, I, it's like little things a little bit at a time. I, right. I feel like we, especially because we are all sitters with our work we have to do. I always like to ask that question. Like, what can we do to move more? Right. So yeah. I'm a little focused on that. And my final question to both of you, um, what's ahead for you? I mean, not, not what's, no, I already asked that question. Instead, it's what are you currently reading? <laughs> you don't have to answer the what's ahead again. But okay. what are you currently reading? And it doesn't have to be business related. I am reading Atomic Habits by James Clear. Oh, okay. it's like my new favorite book. All right. Um, I have made lists in my journal um, of things like asking myself questions myself, because there's more than one of me. Multiple <laughs> um, <laughs> <Helpful> personalities. <laughs> um, like when I, when I go, so say for instance, like uh, my eating habits, if I go to eat like a cookie and I will ask myself, is this, does this serve this current version of myself that I'm trying to be like, he's really, really into um, changing habits, like by making lists. And um, I'm like obsessed with the book. That's great. I'm going to have to check it out. Oh my God. It's amazing. You will love it. Okay, good. Uh, This is how I'm building my reading list, by the way, just as an FYI. Well, yeah. Okay. This year catching me at a very odd time because I'm currently reading Lonesome Dove, which (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you had asked me a couple weeks ago, Jeannie, but I'll tell you one of my greatest fears because it all, I, I have this massive list of mm. books and my fear is that I'm not going to finish the list of books before I move on to the next chapter Please. of my life mm. so I you know I'm trying to bang through all these books and Lonesome Dove has been on the list for mm. I don't know when did it come out probably the 70s no, way a long time ago mm-hmm. I just love it so yeah. that's currently what I'm reading is Lonesome Dove. But I hear it, it, it's a beast of a book, like 800 pages, but I hear just keep plugging along. It's a great read. So put that on your list, folks. <laughs> all right. All right. It's on. It's on. I mean, I did, I did say you could read, you could say anything. Yes. I went on vacation last year. It was just before the pandemic started. And I remember thinking I'm not bringing any business books on this trip. And I just really want to bring some enjoyable books. And I read, um, because my daughter had read it and had gone through, everyone in the family had read it on that side of the family that, um, you know, the, the, where Abby was that summer. And I was like, I'm going to try this. It was called um, Where the Crawdads Sing. I don't know if you've read oh, yeah. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I felt so happy. Number one, that I had accomplished reading a book outside of business. Two, I was like, I'm not thinking about business. I enjoyed it. And I was like, now I'm on the search for another one of those types of books. Like, I can't wait to find another really good vacation beach read that I incorporate into my life. So, um, and that's coming out as either a mini series or a movie. Just FYI. Did you cry for the poor girl though? Oh, I. Well, you know, I'm a feeler. I'm such an empath. So the whole time I'm like, okay, should I keep reading this? But I, I was in. I know. I really, Me too. Yeah. I just, I put myself in. Yeah. It was a good book. It was, it was really a good. good book. Um, we've covered many bases. <laughs> yes. um, I'm not sure what we've left uncovered, but maybe that could be part two. Um, yeah, however, fun. people really should know how to reach you and what, you know, if they're interested in talking further about getting your support in business, where can they go and what should they do? Uh, we'll put links below, right, Kelly? But mm-hmm. 
we'd like to hear the audio version as well. The audio version. You can uh, check us out at virtuallyfocusedmedia.com. And we're on social media, uh, at Instagram at virtuallyfocused and on Facebook as at virtuallyfocusedmedia. So you can find us and we're, we're everywhere. LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. Yes. Not, no TikTok yet, but you never know. Oh, well, no, nowhere will pop up. And um, and if they are choosing to reach out, which I'm going to encourage everyone to reach out, um, you do offer a, a, a session, a complimentary session to talk. Uh, so t- just tell them a little bit about what happens uh, if they to choose to reach out. Uh, well, we do offer a complimentary 20-minute discovery call where we can talk about um, what what things that you might want to take off your plate. Awesome. And, easy peasy. And, yeah, it's very easy. And we'll... Be sure to drop the link, Kelly. And if we can't help you, we we have we, resources. Yeah, we give you resources. And if it's something quick that you're stuck on, sometimes we even try to solve the problem for you. So reach okay. out to us. We're good like that. You are very help, good like that. We're helpful like that. You are very say. helpful. Yes. And yeah, and there'll be links below. And uh, and and I really just I, I encourage you get to know them on social media. Um, first of all, you'll you'll be like thankful that you have them in your life. And number two, um, connect, because I think that finding out ways that you can be supported so that you can stay on your journey of growing your business, it's really important because we don't want people to be on the other side of the tracks. We want them to be, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't say that properly. We want them to stay in the groove on the tracks um, so that they can keep moving forward. That I didn't say that the right way, but you know, (laughs) there is no wrong side of the tracks. Exactly. There's just a right groove to be in and that's what you support so exactly well thank you again for being here and for having some fun with me this afternoon always always good to spend more time always. with both of you yeah thank you so much thank Jeannie. You, Jeannie so much you're so welcome and to all my listeners thanks for listening if you are interested in leaving a review subscribing I highly recommend that share this podcast with others. And if you haven't already joined our Facebook community, I have a free community, provides a little additional support to you if you're in midlife. Uh, As a CEO, especially in a coaching or service-based business, hop on over to geniespyro.com forward slash CEO. And it takes you directly to the Facebook group, which by the way, you will either be welcomed in by me or Kelly, and you'll get a very sunny, warm welcome on the other side of that. But I can't wait to see you um, and hear from you uh, and what, what you think about our episodes. So thanks again, and I'll see you all in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Midlife CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.